<laughs> oh, why is this? Why did you switch it? Okay, here we go. Who now, what did I do? No, you didn't do anything. Zoom kind of switched. It, it, it doesn't matter. Things? Yeah, it was okay. like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Brandon. Sir! I heard Mr. Neil sing about him. I heard Mr. Neil put him down. Yeah. I hope Mr. Neil will remember that. Why the fuck did it take him so long? <laughs> yeah, I, that's really my only question. Like, I know I'm being a dick here about this, but like <laughs> for, for those of you who aren't following along to what Jamie is, is referencing uh, and Jamie, please correct me with the story here. But Neil Young apparently yes. told Spotify yes. to get his music off of their app yes. because either and I'm please correct me if I'm getting the quote wrong you can have Joe Rogan or me but not both <laughs> yeah that's that's the message that uh, the boss sent to us uh, right. via text message <laughs> right right yeah yeah Bruce Springsteen sent me a text message <laughs> uh, our boss when when you and I speak of the boss we are not referring to are you Bruce sure because yeah, every time every time he texts he's like two three four and then like <laughs> my phone fucking goes off and we we are referring to the man with the plan the tower of power um Keith motherfucking chow when we when yes. brandon and i say the boss the boss yes that's who we're referring yeah now, when we say the boss that's bruce springsteen but when, right. we, and when say, we say the yeah. sauce boss we're talking about guy fietti like yeah. it's an important differentiate yeah. like we run the gamut here at the fucking do a cast yeah but when you hear respect on the name that yeah. is oh, always yeah. referring to one keith chow right <laughs> uh so i uh, I am unfamiliar. Like I know who Neil Young is. I know yes. that one of the band members of Skinnerd was buried with a Neil Young shirt because they had a fake feud about that shit. Because like right, 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 right. Yeah, they, they were. You know, Neil Young wrote a song, "Southern Man," dissing right. dissing the South because of racism. And right, right. And and the lads were like, "Hey, we're not all racist." Right. Yeah. And uh, it was a, a, a baby feud, but it seems like, uh, and that's all I know of Neil Young. I am not surprised that he has taken the stance. I am just surprised it's taken him this long to get to that point. Right. Yeah. I mean, to my, everything that I had understood, Neil Young had been kind of on the forefront of kind of everything like, yeah. And to, uh, to make the boss happy also partnering with Pearl Jam and one of maybe the best, and I think this is an MTV Music Awards performance from the 90s where Ooh, it is cool. him and Pearl Jam doing Keep On Rocking in the Free World. And it is super fucking good. That's so a, you owe oh, it to yourself, kids, to, to jump into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is very, very good. But um, I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm not familiar with his catalog. I It's nothing against him. It's just not something that is in my rotation it's it's everything against him and <laughs> that's how you roll <laughs> i just don't i don't know the music i don't know neil's stuff no i mean you are in the prime demographic for neil young so that's i'm genuinely surprised you don't know his stuff yeah i, um, I just don't i'm sorry neil i'm sorry yeah i look here the thing you need <laughs> to know is that neil young wrote the quintessential stripper jam old man that's <laughs> 
<laughs> he went from Southern man to stripper jam. <laughs> yep. It, it just, just put on old man. And like, you think cherry pie is a banger? No, 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 my dude. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> By the way, if you can find a stripper, that can genuinely get it going to old man. Marry that <laughs> male or female. Don't care what your preference is. Put a fucking ring on that. <laughs> so we we add Neil Young to the growing list of rock rockers that we now somehow give a shit about. Yeah, I, like not that I didn't necessarily give a shit about Neil Young, but like he was the one who had the like the weird MP3 player years way too late, where it looked like one of the uh, the puzzle cubes from the Fifth Element. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> did he did he release so, like something that was just all of his music? No, it was like a weird hang on. Where the fuck is it? Or was it like a weird fucking brand deal or some shit? But, like that? No, it was like a, it was like its own standalone. Hang on, Neil Young, uh, MP3. No, uh, let's see, music device. Maybe I seem to remember him pushing some sort of weird. Uh, let's see. Yeti, uh, limited edition, the Pono limited edition, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So the Pono, mm. um, uh, and I'm probably mispronouncing this. So I apologize. It's Hawaiian for the word proper was a oh. portable digital media player and music download service for high resolution audio. It was developed by Neil Young and his company, Pano music, oh. uh, which raised money for development and yada, yada, yada. The problem that I remember this is that, uh, let's see, production shipments to backers started in October 2014, uh, and then to the general public in 2015. So basically he created an MP3 player in 2015 and then kind of wanted everybody to give a shit. And my, my understanding was that, uh, yeah, in, in April, 2017, it was discontinued. So mm. clearly making the splash, it was designed to, but I think the big thing was, is like, uh, let's see, yada, 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 yada. So it, it was able to play FLAC format and AAC format on so things. And, yeah, lossless. Right, but the audio. problem with my understanding was is like a lot of the headphones, like it but serves no purpose. Yeah, if, you, if because, you're using shit headphones like this, you're not going to get it. Right, and that was kind of the thing. Is like nobody is going out running around with the headphones that you would need to be able to actually catch the clarity to make that thing worthwhile. Yeah. And if memory serves, it was like, I don't know, 1400 bucks or something like that. It was something Ooh. fucking ridiculous for an MP3 player. I ain't doing yeah, that like, for an MP3 player. No, it, like, it, was, it was a whole thing. And I remember seeing it and being like, all right. <laughs> and all I remember thinking is there's a market for that, but I'm not sure it's big enough to actually do anything. I guess, I guess you only need to sell a couple. Well, I mean, it's it's much like, you know, hyper, uh, you know, hyper cars or what have you like. So yeah. long as you price it high enough, if you sell there couple, are rich fucks out there yeah. that will absolutely buy a thing just because yeah. it feels like the best and what have you. It's just like, is that that feels like not much of a cross section of people who commute constantly and want something like that? Because like you can't use it in your car. Right. Like, I mean, you can, but fucking why? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then. The the like commuter thing and then the audiophile and the two of them 
being two perfect circles atop one another with a ton of liquid cash. Like, okay. I, I feel like we're talking about one in every, I don't know, 100,000 people who ticks all those boxes. Like, Weird. it just doesn't feel like a big enough market. Weirdly, I think if you released it now and like doubled the price or something like that and put some stupid, yeah, it, I think it, it would sell get, now. It, yeah, it, it needed to get fucking exclusive. Yeah. And I think honestly, if he got clever and managed to partner with some people who have a real following and they only released their like lossless audio yeah. on this service, yeah. yeah, it could potentially bring people in who are like, Trying to think of what, oh, what do audiophiles fucking love listening to? Dream theater, or am I going the wrong direction? <laughs> math, math, math rock. I, I don't see that's. I, I feel I like don't, I don't necessarily. James Taylor. Think. I feel like James Taylor is a is a big like. You really want to hear those individual picks of that acoustic guitar? <laughs> I I feel like audiophiles will listen to a lot of stuff, but they will only listen to it on the best equipment. Like right. John, but John, like, Colleen's John is definitely an audiophile. Like he has the gear and his taste in music. Like they run the game. It leads, it, yeah. But it leans way, way heavier. Like he's not, as we talked about him last week, he ain't putting on John Mayer. No, <laughs> like, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I'm not going to see him making like vegan cupcakes while John Mayer's jammer uh, jam daughters is playing in the background yeah. and he's humming along. Like that's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's not a shot to anyone across the gamut who would pick that up and be like, Hey, like not a judgment, but like that ain't his wheelhouse. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of where my head is, is like you tend to get real fucking eclectic mm-hmm. when you start to become an audio nerd. Cause you're looking for something that doesn't usually get picked up. But yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like there are enough of them now that would, would drop the bones for that. Because like, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's some, See, I, I, he, he was either too late or too early. I think he's the wrong dude. Like, yeah, maybe you, you yeah. need a Kanye to put that out there. The problem is oh, the people who yeah. actually put that out there is Will I am. Oh no. Right. And oh, that's no. what I'm getting at is like, <laughs> you, it's that cross. Like you, you need the fucking like, Yeezys, like you need somebody who's going to release a, a limited yeah. edition sneaker yeah. to also be like, hey, so you can only listen to the new album on this. It's nine hundred dollars. <laughs> Fucking album's a banger, but you yeah. won't know because you ain't hearing it anywhere else. But yeah, I feel like know? I feel like in the era of NFT, this type of device is perfect. Oh, uh, yeah, this God, is yeah. perfect. Honestly, like how has no one created one of those like rotating digital picture frames that only will show NFTs? They they have those. They have them, of course. They, they have, have those. They have Why, those. Yeah. You, you know what they're called? Old iPads. That's yeah. what they're called. <laughs> I think there's a I think there's a billboard in New York that cycles through them or something like that. I don't know. Sure. They, there's okay. something like that. There's something like that. I mean, just give away the the fucking everything, but whatever, you know. It's yeah. Fine. Now it got depressing. All right. <laughs> yeah. Just now. Now it just got now depressing. it got depressing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I guess I'll I'll play sure. some Neil hit, Young hit on thing. on someone else's. Uh, I have Spotify. Fuck. Where do I find his music now? Uh, everywhere. Everywhere else. 
yeah, YouTube, Spotify. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I guess no, he's yeah, taking um, them off Spotify. <laughs> he's taking them off Spotify. Yeah. Um, you have to call me, and okay. then I'll play it through a speaker through using uh, iTunes. Okay, and then I can okay. do it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. great. All right, I dig yeah. it. All right, let's start the show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't have a prompt, Brandon. Uh, but tell, tell the people who we are. Maybe in your best Neil. Uh, no, no, I don't want to mock the guy. That's not okay. That's not okay. Do you have like a? Does he have like a lyrical way of presenting his lyrics or something? I don't know. What is a uh, Neil way? Neil Young way of? I don't. No, I. No. I, <laughs> no, no. Like what about a Skinnerd? How about be like Skinner? <laughs> <laughs> um uh, no no I, I i keep thinking like can i do an acapella version of give me three steps with it's like give me three words give me three words mister give me three words for the podcast um but that doesn't really work proper so um <clears throat> welcome one and all for this is the OG edition, where we take it way the fuck back to how we used to intro this motherfucker. This is the fucking Duocast, part of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. Now, Jamie Noguchi, when I say Hard Knock Media, I don't mean oh, what I mean <laughs> is NOC as in Nerds, Nerds of, of Color. color. This is the one-stop shop for all things cultural. You want a different perspective on everything where you don't end up having nine podcasts with dudes who look like me? You found the right place. This is the only place you got to put up with my fucking face. I promise you. And they don't feature me in much. And rightfully so. I won't shut the fuck up and I'm wrong a lot. Now, what are we doing here, Jamie? We're breaking down game film, man. We're just shooting the shit. We're talking about things that are happening. We're giving Neil Young praise. Name another fucking podcast right now in your regular listening queue, right? You, you into D&D? Huh? You into politics? You into, you know, you ain't catching any Neil Young news. <laughs> That's true. We ain't, you ain't catching any Neil Young news. This is the one-stop shop for Neil Young news. On the internet, I scoured the whole thing, series of tubes called Al Gore. I was like, hey, <laughs> where's the end today? He's like, 246. I was like, thanks, boss. And then doubled back, went through, hit that Dewey Decimal System, looked through the card catalog, made sure I didn't miss shit. We are the one stop shop. <laughs> Welcome to the Neil Young cast. God damn right. <laughs> Jamie Noguchi, this is the only podcast with two hosts that are under 50 years old that would actually mention the Dewey Decimal System and assume that its <laughs> listeners understood what the fuck it is. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, use your Google machine and fucking look in the way back. Yep. Also, Jesus Christ, I just realized that there are a lot of our listeners who never had to deal with the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> and that makes me real sad. Uh, doesn't make me sad. It's easier to find shit now. So no, I, I get that. But Especially like at the, the same time. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Just like, 
We spent a lot of time with fucking punch cards back in the day, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Well, are you sad that you don't have a slide rule? Because I ain't. No, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, the slide rule, the abacus. Some of that shit won right. So, you know. No, but you know what it was nice to do? To be able to have some hand tools while you're just doing regular work i'm a fidgeter and like the idea of the spinner doesn't do it for me and i'm not trying to make a whole bunch of noise so the idea of just kind of having something that i can like tactically sit with like i tend to yeah i i tend to have rulers at my desk at work where it's just like okay i want something that's like practical that also i can kind of tap and i can look at and i can like randomly if i need a, a mental break be like hey fuck some measurement of that and just be able to like ha yeah just get a knife yeah <laughs> just get a knife you get a knife yeah i know <laughs> I, you got to remember, I work in an office with other people. Just randomly brandishing a knife <laughs> is not the sort of thing that a dude my size should do. I have to try and make friends, Jamie. <laughs> well, uh, you can get one that has like a comb or like a ruler on sure. it. or like Yeah, a, that's totally going to make everyone super comfortable. When, when I decide to just fucking butterfly the thing out and then run the comb through my thick hair as I watch my balding co-workers be like, you know what? Double fuck you, my dude. <laughs> uh, welcome you gotta to the think show. of your bald brethren, Jamie. You have to think of your bald brethren. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any more Neil Young stories, but I do have a, like a, a Skinner thing. Every band that Johnny used to be in, like he was in a whole bunch of bands throughout high school Every sure. and in college, every band at, at one point he would he would play Sweet Home Alabama because they ran out of songs in their set. And every it makes sense. And he would he would end up playing Sweet Home Alabama. He hates that song. <laughs> like, Why does he fire, play it? I don't or know. Or does he hate it because because he played it too much? I think it might be because he played it too much, but like with okay. a like if we're noodling around and I'll just Sneak in that D chord. Right. He's like, what right. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> bam, bam, bam. No. Right, yeah, it's on these fucking the IS Sauron from across the band. Oh, no, no. <laughs> uh Brandon, uh Sir. Be- before we get to why we're really here, what, <laughs> what have you been geeking on? Uh, what's been going on this week? What I tear through another episode of uh, Peacemaker, outstanding. Yeah. If you have not been watching that show, why the fuck not? <laughs> Please go watch that show. It's super fucking good. Yeah. Um. Oh, and I learned apparently the internet hates uh Book of Boba Fett for some fucking reason. I don't get it. I love Book of Bubble no, Tea. I I get it. Oh. And here's what I've established. Okay. Nobody hates the thing they claim they love more than Star Wars fans. (laughs) And I am so fucking like, honestly, I might be more over Star Wars fans who have a hot take than I am the fucking pandemic. Wow. (laughs) Like sneezed in my fucking face, but please don't tell me your feelings about Star Wars. I do not want to fucking hear about it. I, I don't get it. Like we've been enjoying Book of Boba Fett. I like, I love the stuff that they're doing with the sand people. It makes me even more mad that Anakin did a genocide. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I hated I it know. at the time, but now that we have more like context, more context, it makes it even more worse. And then it makes it triple worse that Padme was like, well, I'm a fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He did a genocide and I'm going to push up on him. 
Yeah. Um, I'm going to let what? him We're... play with my metachlorians. You know what? You know what? Let's do, Jamie. Let's not be people complaining about Star Wars on the Internet. OK. The only thing I would ask that Star Wars fans do is uh, search Charles Cornell Star Wars as uh, a gentleman who got famous on Instagram and then TikTok and what have you for doing piano style memes. And he did something very similar with the scene with uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin and the high ground. And he sets it to Mr. Rogers style piano. And it is fucking delightful. <laughs> so you owe it to yourself to put that on. And it is real good. And honestly, like just the first 30 seconds, like it, it, it goes through the whole thing, but like, Fuck, is it good? Um, <laughs> perfect cross section of uh, Mr. Rogers' nostalgia and yeah. Uh, yeah. watching Anakin just fucking eat it the way he should. <laughs> um, well, I I loved. I forgot which episode it was, but when 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 Boba Fett hired those teenagers with attitude, I was yes! like, "Is Boba Fett fucking Zordon?" And yes, he is. He's in a blue tube. He's got teenagers with uh, attitude, brightly yeah, I'm, colored I'm, speeder bikes. <laughs> fuck that. No, they're space Vespas and that makes it even better. The <laughs> shitty teens like Boba Fett kicks the shit out of the out of the like Sam Crow looking biker gang from space. <laughs> yeah. And then hires a bunch of shitty Vespa kids <laughs> to be his fucking muscle. Like it is so genuinely good. like, <laughs> yeah. Bovet is basically walking around space trolling everyone. Yeah. Like when yeah. when he sits down and like uh spoiler spoiler ish or whatever it is. So um yeah. so when when he he helps uh Fennec get repaired and they're sitting there and she's like, What's your name? And he's like, Boba Fett. And she gives him this look like the fuck. And he's like, yep. And like, <laughs> no, no context, no proof, just a just a fucking the biggest dick energy. I was just yeah. like, I'm Boba Fett. I don't have to fucking prove it. Trust me. I'm Boba Fett. Like, it yeah. just, and anybody you know who is that, right? Cause like, it's, it's Jason Momoa, the energy. Like, it is. It is. cause he could walk up and you might not recognize him and he'll go, I'm Jason Momoa. And you'd be like the fucking sure you are sure you are. <laughs> I right. mean, like, I, I, I love it. You have the space Haka, like he's doing the Haka. With the the Tuscans, uh, yes. With, with the sticks, <sighs> yeah. Let's give it. Yeah, come on, people. And you got a big Wookie, a big angry mad Wookie. You, you, you get knuckle a pet, dusters. You get a pink more, pink. more space knuckle dusters. Yeah, and like yeah, and I don't want to give away some of the fucking uh, guest stars and everything. Like fucking, oh, it's good. It's super good. You should be Ray watching Cor it. Spoil it. I do not give a shit because people keep Fine. dogging on this. Face Danny Trejo. Face Danny Trejo. What Tre more do you need? I, what I, more do you? I don't get it. I don't understand why people what? are dogging on this show so much because it's it's delightful. You get Space Fish. You get Baby Rancor. Yeah, you get Danny I, Trejo. Yeah, I swear to God, we might actually make it most of the way through this before fucking Skywalker shows up. I am fucking stoked. Yeah, we don't have any Jedi bullshit. People have been complaining about Jedi bullshit. Nary a Jedi. Nary right. a Jedi. Right. Like, I, it's fucking good. I don't know what people want, but I love uh, it. It's uh, fun. More it's importantly, fun. Now, I, I don't care what people want. What we're getting <laughs> is great. Yeah. I love what it. we're getting is great. I love it. And I and don't the, like the one specific thing. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. 
and and the best part if if they had cast a white actor to play the boba fett role it would be white savior as fuck but because the actor is is like um maori like he's got the maori background it becomes right. this indigenous thing like he's learning the ways of another indigenous I, tribe i was thing. gonna say and i can't figure out if that was some sort of like prequel person getting in lucas's ear or what yeah i don't know because like that i i absolutely love that, that that's also way the fuck back when yeah yeah like so everybody would be like really excited about that fact would be like same decision was made as uh the trade federation and also jar jar picks <laughs> <laughs> Blind squirrel, or or just we took a win and we took a loss on the others. Like, what do what do you think? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, do you feel now that we see now that we see Boba Fett years from now and all the cultural impact and everything else like that? Do you feel like shitheads for threatening the guy who played Jar Jar Binks? Hmm? Do you? Oh yeah, yeah. No, they don't because they're (laughs) fucking neckbeard ass Star Wars fans. Fuck them. Yeah, but I don't know. I. I like it. It's they're doing new stuff with Star Wars. They're doing new stuff with old stuff. So it's it's kind of cool. I like it. I dig it. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It's a tribute band. Fuck. Yeah. It's a nice cover. It's a it's, nice cover. Right. Yeah. It, it, right. Yeah. Like, it's Every, like, yeah. Well, you know what it is? It's when when Queen got the new singer. What is it? Adam Lambert? Oh, yeah. 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 If Queen came out with new music, everybody would lose their shit. And that's really, that's all you fuckers want. You just want to see the same shit over and over again. Yeah. yeah. And I think if you let them stretch their legs, they can still play. Yeah. I mean, don't give Brian May a fucking microphone, but like, <laughs> let him play. Yeah. Uh, and you got motherfucking Mulan with the motherfucking sniper rifle. What? What's wrong with y'all? What what more? What more do you want? You got a Disney princess, a Star right. Wars assassin, and a Marvel right. hero all right. in Bing Now When. What the fuck yeah. else do you need? <laughs> you literally recreated the entire rant that Patton Oswald got into in Parks and Rec. Yeah. You fucking nerds got absolutely everything. You picked a champion, you let him rant, you shared it like crazy and then it happened and you're like it wasn't exactly right. And it's like fuck you! Yeah, like what fuck you? you want? That they should just and I don't know how much they take into account the, the fandom. They should fucking ignore him because they don't like it when you give them what they want and they don't yeah, like it when you don't the, give them what. So just do it. Walk the fuck off the fucking plank into the Sarlacc pit yourselves, you fucking incels. Yeah, just Jesus. Do, do do whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever yep. the fuck you want. Start. Right, whatever. Fine. Cool. There's there's a Twitter. Please feel free to hit me up in the comments about how wrong I am. I'll give you my address. We can yeah. discuss it. But there's there's like a there's like a Twitter thing like, what would you do if you woke up tomorrow and you were in charge of Lucasfilm? I'd be like. Do whatever the fuck I want because you can't please anybody. You can't yeah. please anybody. So just yeah. make some new cool shit and shut down, shut down all of the social media. That's what I do. First and foremost, <laughs> right out of the gate, shut it all down. Shut it all down. <laughs> I I would absolutely find something else for everyone who has been working in that department so no one has to lose their jobs. Please understand I am not trying to put anyone out of work. But <laughs> Twitter is a hellscape. Fucking nuke it from orbit and frankly you can release things in a traditional manner 
using things like YouTube, whatever it is, the yeah. nerds are going to come running. You have an evergreen product. You do not have to placate to these fucking assholes. Yeah. You don't. You fucking don't. No one is going to fucking turn on Star Wars long, long term. No one. It will. If you continue to make content, <clears throat> if I've learned anything, they built a fucking amusement park about it. Like <laughs> you, you, they, if they manage to get through the Christmas special in the 70s, you can't fucking hurt it. Yeah. And the thing is, like, Star Wars was a new thing and people didn't know how to take it when it came out. Like, right. and, now, and now there's no more space for that kind of shit. Right, right. Yeah, like, but seriously, though, they they got through the 70, they got through the Christmas special. They got through the fucking remasters or whatever it is and everybody lost their shit then. They got through the prequels and everybody lost their shit then. Then the new ones happened and everybody lost their shit then. And uh, what is it? Rogue One came out. Everybody was like, where's all the Jedi? I don't understand. I don't like this very much. All political drama. It's like, fuck off. Fine. You, you got... We keep giving you the shit that, that you say you don't like, and then you're like, I don't like this either. And like at a certain point, please understand, you are a fucking toddler who's decided that you are on a no train, and I will sit here and we will watch The Force Awakens until you fucking finish this movie, mister. You hear me? <laughs> I don't care if the movie's cold. We're yeah. going to keep watching it. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to eat your peas, and we're both going to agree that Ray's great. Yeah. And you're not going to get up from this table until you do. Yeah. Like, just, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, God, goddamn Star Wars. Book of Bubble Tea is great. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> so, anyway, you want to talk about anything you've been geeking out about? You want to dig into that yeah, shit? Let's, let's dig into the, let's dig into the meat and potatoes. Let's, uh, oh, man. So I am going to, I'm sending you a video. Okay. Oh, oh okay. Uh, it's, it's on your phone. I don't know where your phone is. Okay. You do not need to watch it just yet. We'll, we'll go through it in a minute. So episodes five and six. Yeah. You got some bad feedback when you did the recording stopped. Yeah. That was weird. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so Episode five and six of the rumor. Now, I made some notes of this because where we last left off our in, in our our podcast recap, right? Our heroes had just talked to the lighting guys. They just got basically shut down by somebody who was like, hey, if I continue to talk about this, I need to have this cleared with somebody higher up. I'm on thin ice if I continue to talk to you. Yada, yada, yada. So that dude never actually calls them back. Yeah. Okay. So what they decide to do when, and to recap, there are, we find that there is a lighting panel. Do, do I need to recap, recap, or do you think we've got enough listener continuity? We can just keep fucking plowing Yeah, let's through. just, let's just plow through. All right. So no, no one is so, coming to this episode as their first one. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I I, I, I don't, I don't like to assume, but I am assuming. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so where we left it, there were potentially five sets of keys that gave five different people access to a lighting panel that sat in the back of the press box at Oriole Park at Camden Yards at the time. Now, 
Four of those people were part of the lighting crew, and one of them was an emergency staffer from the Orioles organization, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, a like, hey, if we can't get a hold of anybody and something's on fucking fire, we can send this dude in an Orioles windbreaker to fucking race up to the club level and shut this fucker down, right? <laughs> yeah. Always have a fail safe. It's a smart idea. So they start talking to the Latin, like they talk to two of the, the people. They start finally getting a hold of the other two. Now, what they decide to do is sit the two of them on a phone call together with these two podcast hosts. And instead of doing kind of an interview, they do kind of a bullshit thing. And immediately these guys start in like old coworkers that they are with the dude, how you been? What's going on? Yada, yada. And they start catching up. And one is a fair bit older than the other one, but like they're bullshitting and yada, yada. Now, one of the throwaways that I fucking love is the older gentleman is asking the younger guy. He's like, oh, did, you know, how, how's your family? Did you, you know, uh, you know, do you end up having kids? And he's like, oh, yeah, no, we had kids. You know, my one kid's 13 now. And he's, geez, we haven't hung out in forever. And he's the older guy's like, well, you know what my son's doing. And the guys are like, wait, what are you talking about? And he goes. Oh, you know, Cisco. And the guy's like, like the food supplier? And he's like, no, like the thong song. They talked to Cisco's dad, and apparently Cisco's dad was one of the electrical uh, crew for Oriel Park at Camden Yards. Fucking Cisco is a Maryland boy? You didn't know that? He was part of Drew Hill. I had no idea. Yeah, Drew Hill is in as in Druid Hill. Uh, the, the, the R&B group, that's what it stood for. Cisco was one of the members, I think actually the front man for Drew Hill. And yeah, that's when he broke solo yeah. and tried to do his own Timberlake thing. And then the thong song. And then and I apologize to anyone who's like mm-hmm. fucking list all the other Cisco songs. I, I'm not an avid Cisco fan. I apologize. Yeah. Um, like, dude seems perfectly fine. Just I never I never thought he did the thong song and I was like, this is fun. And then no other follow up. And that's on me. So I again, I apologize. But a fun throwaway Baltimore fact of Baltimore going to Baltimore. I assume you're you're checking connections and unplugging things. Okay, cool. So I'm going to I'm going to keep moving along. So they talk to these guys for some time. And when they talked to the last set of lighting crew guys, there was a huge rigmarole style story where basically the explanation for what happened is the old style lights before they were switched to LEDs were some sort of old style, like fluorescent or like wire tube, like, like a traditional light bulb. And when they're that large and you get that many of them in a panel, they end up vibrating and creating a lot of noise. Like you can actually hear the lights That's how loud they are. So the vibration apparently caused one of the screws that was holding down the panel to slowly back itself out and hit one of the wires and blow the whole fucking panel. Oh, wow. So apparently they they go back in and, you know, uh, if if memory serves, they said that like they changed the way that they handle their maintenance where they go in and like hand tighten all the screws in the off season. And like Jesus Christ, they also tell me that like, once you're up there, you're in a five-point safety harness 200 feet off the ground. Like, if you've ever gone to Orion Park and looked up at the lights. Nuh-uh. <laughs> right. I ain't going right. up there. 
I right, and we're, I ain't going up there. Right. And we're talking about down the first baseline. So like when you walk right in, like you are fucking there. Right. So. The the lighting going out is now corroborated by all four technicians. And they are like, well, fuck. I mean, that explains why the lights went out. All four technicians are singing the same story. Nobody is like only the one guy got real cagey about it. We'll, I'll, I'll explain that later. <laughs> um, but like, this feels like a realistic thing that happened. Everyone talks about what it took to actually get it repaired. You know, the one guy tells a story about how like, and to, a reminder of how dated this is, uh, the younger guy of the crew apparently got called back into work when this went out because he was at a Best Buy talking to an employee about a mini disc player. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. So like, that's how fucking dated this shit is. All right. So that. <laughs> apparently what they end up talking about afterward was that some of the players, because they, they decide they're like, okay, we're at a dead end here with the lighting. We have a reasonable explanation. We out. might not necessarily believe it, but all people involved that we have the ability to talk to, they talk to the engineer, they talk to the person who created everything, they talk to the head of maintenance, talk to all four maintenance guys. They confirmed that the other two maintenance guys weren't even in the fucking building. So like, we've got the firsthand account of the people who physically repaired it and are willing to corroborate it and tell the same story where they're both up there in the fucking thing and they would know better than anybody else, right? Like in theory. Because the guy that they talked to that told them this story initially was their boss. So, like, we've got their boss telling the story and then the two guys who were actually doing it telling the same fucking story. Yep. So, okay, so we have corroboration. Now, we have, and, and to double back, we're now knocking down some pins, right? So, we can't get a hold of Cal, but we know Cal's statement and never fucking happened. We can't talk to Kevin Costner, but Kevin Costner's like, and it, it hadn't fucking happened. We tried to talk to Kelly Ripken. She won't fucking respond to us. Okay. Cal's <laughs> lawyer also turns it down. Okay, cool. The lighting guy turns it down. The sports radio guy says, you know, he thinks he heard something, but nothing's really true. I can get, we can get no one to corroborate it. They're trying to work all sides of this. And then they're like, well, wait, there was a whole other team at this game. Yep. So they decide to start contacting the Seattle Mariners. Now, the Mariners will not talk to them, but what they managed to get a hold of was the guy who was in charge of the beat report for the Mariners at the time. So this is a guy who has access to the clubhouse, a guy who talks to the coaches, the guy who is on a first name basis with all the players. Like we we've got somebody on the in who also takes meticulous notes because he's a reporter. And he keeps all these notes because he never knows when he needs to go back to access them. Right. <laughs> like when a All podcast right. comes calling, like when a podcast, like when he decides to write a book, like when somebody yeah. has a reference to something, like when he wants to be the end all be all knowledge for all things, Seattle Mariners, like he has firsthand account. That sort of longevity means he gets to keep his fucking job. Like I get it. Totally, totally understood. So. In the nineties, the Orioles and the Mariners had themselves a bit of a rivalry. Now, where this started, apparently, is in 1994, they were playing in Seattle. In the outfield, I believe, and uh, please, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but work with me on the big parts. We're playing, Orioles are in the field, 
and uh, a ceiling tile falls from atop the dome and crashes to the ground. The ceiling tiles are 15 pounds each. Mm. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in a domed stadium, but we're talking minimum 150 feet in the air. And that crashing to the ground is a fucking thing. Now, when this happens, the Orioles players call timeout. They talk with the umpires. They make it very clear, even though the Mariners are like, fuck it, quit being wussies, go and play. O's are like, fuck you, no. (laughs) And they stop the game. Okay? So now we've got a bit of animosity here where they're not happy about it, right? Smash cut. And for, for kind of comparison's sake, I'd like you to watch the video. Jamie, that I sent you. Now, what Jamie is about to watch is a video of pitcher Randy Johnson. Pitcher Randy Johnson is better known as the big unit. He is six foot 10. And the video that Jamie is watching, if it'll ever play, playing now. All right. He is going to watch Randy Johnson throw a pitch, watch (laughs) a bird fly down in the middle, a morning dove, and that bird turn into feathers in midair in front of a live crowd. Oh, my God. Randy Johnson throws hard enough that he turned a bird into dust. Holy shit. Did that count? (laughs) As what? A strike strike. or a ball? A strike. I think it's a ball. I think that's a ball at that point. That's a ball? Uh, I think that's a ball at that point. Yeah, that's considered a wild pitch. That doesn't... uh, Holy shit. (laughs) Right. The the audio for that is great, by the way, later on, if you ever... If you watch it, because you see, like, the regular crowd noise, and all of a sudden, you you just hear, hop, and the whole crowd go, oh! (laughs) Fucking great. Now... Oh, my God. Right. So, all right. That is a, uh, that's a cannon is what that is. That's a, that man throws well over a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Right. And again, mm. six foot 10. That is a large, that is someone you want on your side in the apocalypse. That, that is, that is the tallest drink of water. No, I don't want that sort of, uh, height on my side. He stands out in, in low cover. He's (laughs) not going to be very fast moving. Like he's great for throwing baseballs, but apocalypse shit. No, no way. It's just too slow moving. It's like having a giant. Like, poof, 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 no, man. No, 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 no. So it's you got to understand. He, he's not going to have that that sort of gas long term. And like a giraffe, he's got to put it, make us a way too exposed to drink anything. <laughs> like he comes way the fuck down. No way. Anyway, so. Uh, audience, uh, it is amazing. <laughs> like, fuck it. I, it's like, it's just, it's, it's, it's a blur. And then if it's you, If you want to. If you want to watch what Jamie watched, search on YouTube, Randy Johnson bird. Um, that'll get you there. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a wild thing to take in the first time. I love that. That was your first time seeing that. I grew up with that. So like, I remember watching that live when it happened. So I've had a lot of years to, to fucking deal with that image anyway. So Randy Johnson is pitching a few years later. Uh, they're taking on the Orioles, I believe. They're in Oriole Park at the time. And uh, I think 
Mike Mussina, I believe, is pitching at the time. Um, prominent Orioles pitcher moved on to become a Yankee. Um, he throws, if memory serves, he throws a high pitch, goes wild, and hits. I think he was the center fielder, Jay Buner, in the shoulder. Buner removes his helmet, charges the mound, and as Buner is getting ready to tackle him, uh, Moose grabs him and starts punching him in the back, and both benches clear. <laughs> they fight for what feels like 10 fucking minutes. Oh, my God. Like, oh my officials God. have to be called to pull them apart. Cal Ripken manages to get hurt in the scrum to the point where he almost couldn't play the next game. They almost ended the streak by trying to fuck Cal's leg up. Oh my God. Right. So Jesus Christ. Right. So the rivalry's going hot. That, right? that yeah, that sounds like yeah, that sounds like the Jets and the Sharks. This is like right, right, West right. Side so rivalry's <laughs> rivalry's going hot. Both teams are doing very well. They play regularly, like this is a whole thing. So now we've got the game, the infamous game, right? Now, if we're gonna assume everything being equal, Cal never sees Kevin Costner fucking his wife. He comes into the stadium regular time. He's ready to fucking play. All the other boys are suited up. Everyone's ready to rock and roll. Boom, bam, lights go out, right? The guys get to working, right? They get a bunch of the lights repaired and they've got 18 of the 32 lights in the bank aren't working, right? Mm. In one bank on the, on the, uh, first base side. So we've got one bank of lights. If I'm not mistaken, there's like five banks of lights across the entire first base side. One bank of lights, give or take half of them are out. Right? Should not be enough to hold this up. But the problem being that it takes time for them to get them up to that point. Mm -hmm. And it takes time to communicate back and forth. And in the meantime, what we end up having happen is we sit down with our, our podcast uh, guys and they talk to the head umpire, Al Clark. Now, Major League Baseball umpires are notoriously quiet and they don't talk about their time and everything else like that. Al Clark, on the other hand, <laughs> and this does not lend to his credibility, but I under, I don't understand what he gained by, by saying what he says. Um, he got wrapped up in a whole thing with sports memorabilia where he authenticated a bunch of balls that weren't actually true uh -huh. and ended up doing like, I think, four months in prison for it. So... He he did time for this. He, he has be, a permanent record. He may be an unreliable narrator, as they say. Yeah, give or take. But like at the same time, what does he have to gain by this? Because once I tell you the whole story, I don't see what he gains other than being able to tell a really great story. So I was going back and forth in between the two dugouts and they're negotiating and trying to figure out what they want to do and how comfortable the players and the way the players work, at least at the time, is the players union had one player on each team be a player represent, be like a team representative. Yeah. And the idea being is that this guy is supposed to basically be able to bulk management and Major League Baseball and everything else and basically speak for the entire team and go, no, fuck you. The Seattle Mariners don't feel safe right now. We're going home like they have that ability. They are a union. They the players are a union. They act on that behalf. Right. 
Same thing with the Orioles. They have a representative. So the ump is going back and forth, and the ump apparently goes and talks to the Mariners. And what he tells them is he's like, hey, guys, so for the doubleheader, would you rather play a day-night combo or a night-night combo? I don't know what they decided. doesn't really matter. But according to the ump, that's how they took it was worded just that way. So we go back, he goes back to the Orioles. And by the time he goes back into the Mariners to let them know that, hey, we're all in agreement. We all want to play. Everything's a-okay. Half of the Mariners have already showered and gotten dressed because what they took that as is we've scheduled when the doubleheader is we're done playing for tonight. So now we've got a bunch of players who apparently same guy, Jay Buhner, the one who got tagged in the shoulder, apparently was sitting out, hanging out in the dugout in all of his clothes and a cowboy hat, just drinking a beer. So apparently when they said this, a bunch of guys got a shower, a bunch of guys started drinking. Because fuck it. And that includes Randy Johnson. By the time... Al Clark, the umpire, got back into the Mariners uh, 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 bullpen or no, sorry, uh, clubhouse. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And started talking to the manager of the Mariners, Lou Pinella. And he's like, hey, you know, we're ready to play and lose. Like, look, man, um, Randy's the picture I got ready for tonight. Randy's still loose. He's still ready to pitch. But if I'm honest with you, Randy's five beers in. So, um, you want him to throw <laughs> now, Jamie, the reason I showed you the video of him killing that bird could kill is him. I'd like you to think of what that guy can do when he loses a little bit of control. <laughs> right. What happens to those hundred mile an hour fastballs? Yeah. We're about to quality test the fucking batting helmets is what we're about to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So apparently the ump goes back to the Orioles clubhouse, <laughs> sits down with Cal, Mike Mussina and Brady Anderson. And is like, Hey, so they're ready to play. Um, Randy's still going to pitch, um, but in, in full transparency, cause they, they made it transparent to me. Randy's had five beers, <laughs> Brady and, now, the umpire said he really cleaned this language up, but basically what Brady said is, fuck that, no chance. Because Brady doesn't want to die. Yeah, I yeah, I do not blame so, so that's why the game is canceled. They don't, they give the bullshit excuse of the lights because they don't want to put Randy Johnson on blast for being too drunk to play. <laughs> And they don't want to look like cowards by saying that they're not going to play against a half inebriated Randy Johnson. Yeah. So everybody agrees that this is the best way to handle it yeah. is to just cancel it due to the lights. There is no conspiracy. Mm. It's egg on both teams face. It looks sure. unprofessional as fuck. Sure. But so much like that one guy said, like, hey, it's not going to be as salacious as you want. It's not good, but it ain't it ain't what you're looking for. And all of a sudden I hear all this and I'm like, that fucking makes total sense. Nobody wants to admit to that. I mean, maybe other than Randy Johnson, yeah. who's like, these fucking bitches, 
<laughs> All I had was five beers. I'm 6'10". Fuck, how drunk do you think I am? Yeah, that's not enough to reach my leg. Come on, y'all. And that's <laughs> right. And that's where my head is, is I'm like, five beers? Fuck, I'll pitch. Yeah. Like, And they're not no real beers. That. It's like Bud Light. So that's like. Yeah, I was going to say. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, they're, come they're on. light beers. Let's be real here. So Buds McKenzie the ain't getting you drunk for shit. You got to have. So a anyway, so the guys go back and they watch their version of the Zapruder film. And in the background of one of the shots is Jay Buner and Randy Johnson in street clothes drinking from paper cups. That's that's a baby beer. That's a baby beer. In all fairness, it might be stadium cups. So they might be like this. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But either way, the guys to the most credible thing, the two of them basically kind of doing like one of these and taking sips of beer and just watching the cameras be like, we ain't fucking playing. Yeah. Now, the rumor, if there is one, is that Randy was perfectly fine and Lou Pinella decided to stick it to the O's because of the bullshit they pulled with Damn the ceiling tiles. And basically doing the like, yeah, our stadium's broken, your stadium's broken. Fucking take your ball and fuck off. Yeah. I don't really care if that's the case. That's not really much of a rumor. Honestly, I think the story is much better than petty bullshit from the Mariners. But it would seem to me that if you had if you had a mat on about an opposing team, you would want to fuck them up any chance you get home team at their home stadium and beat the shit out of them on the fucking diamond. No, no. At a certain point when your boys are already showered and not fucking around. I get the idea of having the response of fuck them. They can play two games tomorrow. <laughs> because if, if the Mariners go and they leave and they're half lit and they go have fucking Bruce Chris and then hang out in the hotel, they're rested for tomorrow. They're ready to play two games. Oh, that's the Orioles are fucking pissed off. Imagine we've done this. The fucking the Otakon show for our fight when we got cut early. How fucking mad I was oh, yeah. for hours yeah. because you took that shit away from me. Yeah, that's true. The that's idea true. of we all came down to the stadium, we all got prepped, and you all going to be bitches over fucking 18 light bulbs? Fuck, come on. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That would be worse, I guess. I get, I so I can understand Mental the premise games. of... Mental games. Right, of just, nah, fuck them. So... That's the story. Now, I learn all of this 15 minutes into the last episode. Oh. (laughs) Now, what I thought I was going to tear into was some kind of expose where they finally got a hold of Cal or Kelly or, you know, or like Kevin or, or anyone involved in this thing that could lend a bit more credibility to everything, a bit more clarification, what have you. And that doesn't happen. What we get are two grown men basically writing love letters to baseball at this point. <laughs> and I can't stress this hard enough because. I listened to all but the last 10 minutes. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Like at, at minute 15, turn it off and be like, that was a fun story and move the fuck on. Don't do it. <laughs> now, 
I'm not going to dig into the details of all of this shit because I don't want to give them credibility for their fucking sad short stories. And I know it's silly of me, of all people, to give <laughs> someone else a hard time to fucking put their laundry out there and yada, yada, yada. But we went through five and a quarter episodes of, you know, naked Kevin Costner and chasing yes. the truth and yes. yada, 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 yes. yada, yada, yada. Yes. Just to end up with one guy talking about how much the Orioles meant to him because the year the streak ended is the same year his parents got divorced. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And I was like, well, that's fucking sad and coincidental, but okay, sure. <laughs> and like, please understand, he pretties it up and goes on for probably the better part of 20 minutes about this. And, you know, okay, fine. But that's not what we're here for. <laughs> no, that's not what we're here for. And I get into the second guy and he explains how he grew up watching the O's and he emulated them. And, he, you know, right. And Eddie Murray was his favorite player, but he played shortstop. So he emulated Cal and he did things all the Cal's way and yada, yada, yada. And he's at a party with like in high school with, a, uh, you know, with a bunch of his friends. And he finds out that the Orioles are doing a tryout, a walk-on tryout in Ocean City. And OC. Danny Ocean. Danny Ocean. So his ex-girlfriend, who he is very much still in love with, big fucking surprise, um, finds out about this and is like, hey, get your glove. Let's go. I'll take you to Ocean City. He doesn't have a car. She's like, fuck it. I'll take you. Right. They drive through the night. He's all ball and nerves. Not, you know, will something happen? We rekindle our romance. Yada, yada, yada. No, no. He goes, he tries out. He sucks something fucking awful. They kick him off before he even gets to fucking go in bat. Ooh. Like he, he had su he talked about how his 40 yard his 40 yard dash was so slow. The other guy stumbled, fell over and still managed to beat him. So like Jesus Christ. Oh, um, yeah, he did not deserve to be there. He came back. He talked to the ex-girlfriend. She's like, how'd it go? He's like, it went really poorly. He jumped in the pool. Smash cut to him talking about how they apparently went to like NYU together um, but like not really together. And then a couple years later, as tears start to well up, and this is where it becomes a very sad short story, and he ties the Orioles in to the saddest lost love of his life. She ends up passing in a car accident in 1990 fucking six during the height of the Orioles. And all he has are memories about the tryout and how she was willing to drop everything for him. And I am in the car listening to this on the way home today, and I am shouting at my fucking radio shouting okay if you were in the car next to me okay here's what you heard ready no 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 that's not how you take things away from things no you can't just combine two things together you can't just recent cup reality no fuck you no click now i decide to end it there because what the fuck <laughs> you want to be serial looking motherfuckers you have the audacity to try and fucking bring out this you compare this to the fucking kennedy assassination and then they had the audacity on top of it to fucking talk about the the lore 
and the great part about conspiracy theories and how they give us hope. No, no. Like, <laughs> I am so fucking mad. Like, between the podcast themselves and recording this with you all, nine hours of my life and I want them fucking back. I might have to send an invoice. I might actually send an invoice. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm sorry I took all of you down this fucking road with me. <laughs> I thought we had something kind of fun. When yeah, when you when you left it last week, I thought we were gonna dive into the mariner side of things. And, it right, was just and like, I thought we were too. And that's why I was really happy when we did. And then I looked at the fucking podcast counter and I was like, boy, howdy, that's 14 minutes, 46 seconds. And there sure is a whole nother like 45 plus minutes of this motherfucker. Uh -huh. What's going on? <laughs> and then we start in and man, I just. Uh, <sighs> Baseball. Basu Boru. And this is what makes me mad. <laughs> like, because we have done so much. The fucking dude with the divorce thanked Cal for being a constant in his life and called him a god. Called him a god for showing up to work. Cal's claim to fame, real claim to fame, is making sure that no one took his spot. Yeah. He got a gold medal in selfishness. Yeah. This when, is the guy. And he's got a couple call a guy. after him. Yeah. Sure. Great. Like, and don't get <laughs> me wrong. There were quite a few years that he was in the all-star game and he was absolutely one of the best players in the game. And that's great. But nobody fucking jerks off like this for Ken Griffey Jr. And that dude had a video game. <laughs> like this is, I like I, I'm so I'm so mad at myself for fucking getting invested in this because like at first all I could think is this is going to be some like tabloid fodder TMZ level shit yeah but it's real local so I'm like fuck it I can get into this yeah like I gain no no facts. I don't become a better person by listening to this, but boy, howdy, was I not prepared for how much not a better person I was going to be by the time I got on listening to this. But oh, oh, Jamie. It's oh, I wasn't aware of my dude. It's about the journey. <laughs> Turns out. You ever been to south of the border, Jamie? Uh, no. The rest actually. stop? I've really I've, I've driven past it because it looks like a disappointment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've taken a road trip to south of the border for fun as a joke. <laughs> and the trip was fun. And then I got there and I was like, wow, we should pick somewhere else to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is why I never went to the Creation Museum. Because all I could think is like, Cool. I get to like have a photo of me atop a triceratops with a saddle on it. And I'll buy a cowboy hat and I'll get the big picture. And then I can think is, and then I'm in the middle of Ohio staring at a fucking arc. <laughs> and what do we do then? Well, and that's not worth dragging my friends fucking nine hours in the car. It's just not. No, no, this, 
this is... <laughs> so we're going to mash two things together that shouldn't be mashed together. This is how I feel about the vaccine. <laughs> what do you mean? The the hope and and the like so these first the your first part and your second part of the review had me excited that there was hope that there was something good oh, yeah. at the other end. Oh and yeah. Then, and yeah. then we get to the end and it's just yeah. like well, this is nothing. Yeah. And and that's how yeah. I felt like we we're 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 doing what we can do. We're staying away from each other. We're staying inside. We're doing all this stuff. And we're yep. gonna get the, we're gonna get the vaccine. And a yep. whole bunch of us are gonna get the vaccine and we're gonna knock it out the park. And I still hate a whole bunch of people, but we're still gonna be able to see each other and stuff. And now we're kind of at this part where it's everyone's now saying, Yeah, we're just gonna have to live with it. And I'm just like, oh. Yep. Oh. Yeah. I, I and and I, I at the risk of being the bearded white guy that I am, I I kind of assumed we were going to get here anyway. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I have no faith in humanity working together on fucking anything. Yeah. We are a we are a human group project, and I know what happens in a group project. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is unless the teacher is standing over your shoulder i know what happens in a group project yeah 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 so, so we're so these Don't last listen two, to it the, these last Don't, two episodes of our podcast have been very entertaining yeah. i i appreciate that and i'm i'm glad that <laughs> someone is gonna get some fucking entertainment value out of this fucking podcast not ours theirs theirs yeah uh did did you did you get any insight into anything did it did it shore up your enjoyment of baseball like, you know what in a way yeah yeah because well there you go the back and forth that I learned, or at least I believe, given the umpire's uh, account of everything, feels like an actual story between people and a fun baseball story that gets get, that gets kicked around in the locker room. Yeah, like if if the lights went out before, like if the lights went out now, right? This year, guys are playing. They're sitting in the clubhouse, whatever it is. They're taking on the Mariners for some reason. Lights go out, and all of a sudden. You know, one of the the senior coaches that happen to be around forever in the Mariners goes, hey, want to do something weird and fun? Come on. <laughs> and they they take flashlights and they go over to the Orioles clubhouse and they sit down and he tells the story about that <laughs> night. And he yeah. talks about how the rumor took over. But here's what really happens. Yeah. And somebody brings up the Randy Johnson video on their phone and oh. like. Right. And everybody goes, oh, shit, because I guarantee you there are players that have never seen this before. Yeah. And they yeah. have the same action. And this guy goes, now, <clears throat> who's the tallest motherfucker, you know? And the guys <laughs> start looking around and somebody goes, uh, this guy, he's six, six. And he goes, yep. Randy was six, 10. He had four <laughs> inches on that guy. Do me a favor. Go ahead and grab one of those Gatorade bottles all out of the cooler and sit down on top of your fucking head. So that's Randy Johnson. <laughs> you go, Jesus Christ, that guy's huge. <laughs> you go, yeah, oh, that's man. the guy that kills birds with baseballs. And that's the guy who had too many beers. And this is the thing. Five beers feels like they lied. 
Because, by the way, when it was repeated for clarity's sake, they said four to five. I think it was more like eight. Yeah, because four to five on a big dude that that like Ain't feels shit. Like, that's a pinky. Ain't shit. Your pinky. Might my be bet no. is my bet is these guys like Brady Anderson went drinking with Randy Johnson at one point and they know four or five beers. Nah, son, this guy's the Andre the Giant of fucking baseball. Yeah. And we find out four or five beers is a dozen beers and randy's ready to fucking get limbered up at a dozen beers yeah. they they neglect to mention that he you know the the keg that they tip over and and yeah. pour on that's the beer <laughs> that's the beer four or five of those he's doing those. honestly want to want to bet what happens they probably went out drinking with them in seattle after the game one time Randy starts crushing beer cans and starts fucking playing William Tell and has one of the other players sit a beer and empty on top of his head. And he fucking wings a soda can at 70 miles an hour and fucking blows that thing off of the guy's head until somebody ends up showing up to the game with a fucking laceration on their cheek because Randy shorted the, uh, yeah. the toss. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... <laughs> That's, Imagining, that's that's why I'm betting it. That's kind the, of amazing. Yeah. And that's kind of well, because like you, you downplay stories for the public, you embellish stories for the boys. Yeah. And that's kind of how that works. So the idea of at some point along the way, somebody sitting down and saying, Hey, have you guys ever heard about the rumor? And all of them doing this weird like campfire style thing. And then we bury the hatchet between the two teams because the power comes back up. The umpires come in and they go, hey, nobody's left in the stands, but uh, TV crew's still here. You all ready to play? And they go, yeah, yeah, we are. And everybody <laughs> high fives and then separate the guts and they go play yeah. till fucking 3 a.m. Yeah. And that would be fucking great because how great of a story would that be for the next team? Yeah. That... If that is the case, renews my faith in baseball. Because yeah. one of the things that these fucking cucks do manage to really lock down is the best part and the worst part, and that is my editorial <laughs> about baseball, is there's no timer. Mm. A baseball game takes as long as a baseball game takes. Yeah. Is it two hours? Is it six hours? Is it 14 days? Like 14, Jesus Christ. Dude, there have been games that have gone days in the Ugh. past. Ugh. Right. Now, mind you, that's because they didn't have stadium lights, ironically enough. But <laughs> the, the idea of like, you know, I've seen I, I have seen games go into the upper teens of innings. That's impressive. And right. Or it's ridiculous <laughs> of like, fuck, can neither like and I've seen it where. You know, you get to the 14th inning and one team scores and then the other team scores and ties it back up. And then we keep going. We're like, yeah, we were just fucking here. And uh, and I start shouting at the TV where I'm like, y'all play 162 games. You're going to get fucking weird about this one, about this one, one. <laughs> like at least at least football has a decency to shorten the fucking season. Yeah. Like if baseball and like, this is the thing with baseball because there's so many fucking games. It feels like a game, not a conquest, not a challenge. That's why you can sit in the, you know, in the stands of a baseball stadium and have a beer and a conversation and not worry until you hear the crack of the bat. Yeah. Right. Well, no crack. Fuck. Because everyone <laughs> who's half lit 
is worried about getting hit in the head with a baseball because you're going to be on Sports Center. Know that you're going to be on Sports Center. <laughs> you catch one of the dome piece and your natty light goes flying. That's it. You're all over the internet for days. <laughs> Man. So it does renew my enjoyment of baseball in that sense. Well, that's, and that's good. I I want to take something positive away from it, but also like. I really felt like I saw through because like the, the whole argument of these two guys at the end with their whole big diatribes is the guy who got whose parents got divorced wants this whole podcast to be over and wants the story to be buttoned up because he wants to renew his faith in baseball and he wants Cal to be his hero and yada, yada, yada and sunshine and rainbows. And the other guy who has his unrequited love is like, I want this story not to be over and I want there to be more and I want there to be because he's on a never ending quest to be able to tighten his fucking life up. And now these two assholes are projecting their shortcomings as far as relationships go into baseball and whether or not Kelly Ripken was getting deep dicked by Waterworld. And I think we may have lost the fucking plot because <laughs> we started with naked Kevin Costner fighting for his life away from a Cal Ripken <laughs> and the idea of fucking Waterworld fucking Parkour and then just leaping off of a door frame over Cal Ripken's shoulders with his dick just hitting him right in the forehead. Bomb. Like that, that, that's a fucking story. And well, that being the thing that drives us to find out everything else. And then that being the thing that parlays it into wait, is one of the greatest, most revered records in baseball tainted? Sure, okay. Great, fine. I can get behind that logic too. Let's put, let's put. Uh, you know, Kelly's possible adultery aside, let's even go as far to say none of that really fucking matters because it doesn't. It's just salacious. It doesn't actually no, matter. It's just fun. It's right. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of like, is baseball tainted? Yeah. And then when we find out like, yeah, but only kind of like in a fun way. <laughs> yeah. Because like if it doesn't have anything to do with Cal's record and it's just basically one guy staring the other guy down, holding the beer up going, huh? <laughs> Fuck around and find out, huh? Yeah. And like, and the other guy blinking, like, I'm good with that. I'm yeah. super good with that. Yeah. But we got to get into our fucking feelings. Apparently. <laughs> That's what podcasts are for, Brandon. No, 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 no. I get it. You guys want to be fucking journalists and you want to be serial and you're not. You're not. <laughs> uh, do and they shame shame on the editor who let that fucking go? Who I... heard that last episode and went? Well, it's fucking perfect. We're just gonna have to post it. Like, fuck you two, genuinely for enabling <laughs> these two fucking neckbeards. Genuinely, like. So do they do they have another show that they work on together? I don't know. I'm not gonna look. Gonna I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna look. Because next thing you know, I'm gonna find out that they were like super big into like, I don't know, I'm gonna pull something out of my ass that I don't think is actually true. You remember the Bop It? Remember the thing? 
Uh, yeah, it was yeah. like a weird stick yeah, and it was like yeah. bop it, twist it, twist pull it. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. So this is what I'm going to find out is actually this dude's parents remarried and then the stepdad ended up dying, falling down a flight of stairs while playing the bop it. And ironically, the guy who created the bop it happened to lose his wife in a suspect stair accident <laughs> where he ties the two things together that don't actually have anything to do with each other. And he's like, did the death, of, did the untimely death of my stepfather playing bop it have anything to do with the creator of the bop it pu pushing his wife down the stairs? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Find out in my nine part podcast podcast <laughs> mm. <laughs> fuck you <laughs> fuck you and the prius you rode in on fuck. jesus christ you were everything <sighs> like that <laughs> shit has like this or why npr get a bad rap <laughs> and it's not npr's fault but they get lumped in with these fucking long-winded podcast fucks Says the long-winded podcast. <laughs> I saw your look. Oh my god, Brandon, that's that's amazing. It 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 could not have ended any other way. You know that, no, right? It, like it could. it could not have ended. Any other way. Nope. Nope. <laughs> like I, I wish they would have ended on a who done it. Like, yeah. I I wish. Did I they? Wish. Did they right. really? <clears throat> like I wish they reached out to Randy Johnson and Randy Johnson replied with hey I don't I have no interest in talking to you guys but uh if you ever want me to send you photos of Kelly Ripken let me know I just be like <laughs> what the fuck yeah and and it, yeah oh yeah we God. we find out that's actually what happened is the big unit was using the big unit and that's why everybody made the game in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and none of this precludes them still fighting. Like that still could have happened. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were like playing Monopoly and, and Cal and Kev got into it. Yeah. And he was like, the postman was a fucking derivative film. And he's like, Hey, fuck you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Well, what a waste. That was, thank you for putting yourself through that, Brandon. <laughs> Doing God's work. Uh, <laughs> God's I am work. sorry and not sorry. And I hope someone else other than just Jamie found some amusement out of my torment and Fucking uh, amazing. long windedness. Um, Fucking amazing. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Yeah. The, the one thing I can take away from this, because I heard it way, way, way too many times is uh, do not go back and watch the movie JFK. Okay. Kevin Costner's Louisiana accent is fucking terrible. It's terrible. Right. Back and, Back to, the and to the left. Like, fuck. Back to the left. Yeah, you don't need it. I promise you, you don't need it. Back and to the left. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going to go upstairs and I guess crawl into my oven or something. I don't know. I've given up all hope. <laughs> Brandon, where can people find you when you're not listening to terrible podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at that guy Chalmers, Jamie Noguchi. Where can they find you? Uh, wherever podcasts are sold, <laughs> and perfect uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that shit. Yep, type Jamie Noguchi into a Google machine near you and subscribe. Aha. Bow, 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 bow.
Yeah, be sure to uh, wait. Hang on. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Be sure to click the bell. That's going to let you know that we put the posts up there. Follow us on Facebook. We're going to both share it equally and no one will actually pay attention to it. It's not going to show up in your algorithm. That's why you need that bell. God, thanks, kids. Be excellent to each other. And party on, dude. Ha <laughs> <sighs>